Hello, Internet. Welcome back to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast that says uh, we're over the Will Smith thing. Stop talking about it. I'm Seth. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I'm Ian. Uh, I third. I'm Dasher. Although there are a few memes that squeak through every now and then that are still pretty funny, but I don't share them because like it's over. But there's other people that are still attached to it and I, I don't hate them that the memes haven't gone away completely but you remember that uh episode of looney tunes where bugs bunny is uh doing elmer fudd's hair <laughs> i saw him do that to jada and i'm like okay we can keep this going as long as the memes are fire like that one yeah, yeah. i don't care that was fucking awesome it's run its course i definitely think so like i don't even uh, I, I tell jokes about it when I do stand up, but I only tell I only say, "Hey, fucking let, let's let's let it go." Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the last we're going to talk about it. So sure, yes, let's, yeah. uh, let's get on with it. All yep. right, before we get into our main topic today, we're going to discuss episode two of Disney Plus's Marvel Moon Knight. Uh, All right, this uh, it was better. Bet I was I was thinking the same thing. Better question mark? Because <laughs> like it was and it wasn't. I mean, I I like Ethan Hawke a little bit more now, but yeah, I was a little disappointed because I was led to believe that when he's in that fancy suit, Moon Knight is like a beast. But that was clearly not the case. Um. Yeah, this episode pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> I, I thought it might. You tell, sir. All right. So a uh, couple of things here. Bear with me, all right? Um, they are doing something so unbelievably unnecessary with this character. And that is they're changing his backstory. And you don't have to. It's pointless to do what they're doing. One. All right. So Mark Spector is the man. Okay. He is the body. He's the person. He's not an altar of Stevens. Stevens, an altar of Mark Spector. Okay. They're treating Mark Spector kind of like he's the altar here. He's not. Um, Two, Steven, the way they're portraying him as this fucking buffoon, this clueless, woe is me. Oh my God, I'm so helpless buffoon. All right. Steven's a fucking multimillionaire. Whenever people compare Moon Knight to Batman, that's why. Steven's got the cake to back the fancy gadgets and whatnot. Steven's a shrewd businessman. The way they're portraying him is completely fucking stupid. All right. Third and most important, or third, um, Moon Knight is not Mark Spector in the suit. Moon Knight is its own entity. It's not Mark Spector running around in a white suit kicking everybody's ass. It's a completely different identity altogether. So he has three identities, and one of them is Moon Knight. Moon Knight is a completely separate identity altogether, yes, from Mark Spector. Mark Spector is the Avatar, sure, but when Moon Knight takes over, it's Moon Knight. It's no longer Mark Spector. Um, So what they did with that sequence in this episode pissed me the fuck off. And final, the fancy suit, Mr. Knight, is again its own identity and whenever mark is in session with a psychiatrist more times than not it's mr knight talking to the psychiatrist not mark 
And Mr. Knight is definitely not Stevie in a fancy white suit. So, yeah, um, all that being said, they pissed me the fuck off this episode because it mm. was all completely fucking unnecessary. You can do the character justice and still do it the same way you're doing it on TV. You don't have to change shit up. It's pointless. It makes zero sense. Hmm. Yeah, my, my girlfriend is a uh, is a mental health social worker, and she is very displeased with how they're portraying dissociative personality disorder. She says this is a very poor portrayal. It it doesn't. Uh, it's it's not showing respect to the to the uh, disorder. And I had to look at her and say, comics are weird. Yeah. You also yeah. Get, it's also not possible to be, to turn into a big green monster if you get dosed with gamma radiation. That's so, true. Um, yeah. And that was one of the things that the director, whose name escapes me at this point, because he's directing every single fucking episode, and so far he can kiss my fucking dickhole, um, <laughs> said that the one thing he wanted to do was bring respect to DID and you know treat it with respect and I, I have to agree with your girlfriend yes it is a comic book show um, about a character that has DID but they show more respect to it in the comics than they're doing in this show by far they um, definitely appear to uh, so, not know what the hell to do because no. I've seen two episodes totaling about an hour and a half of my entire life that I'm never getting back and I've seen a superhero in costume for about five minutes Exactly. Um, me and That's... Sly Freddy, me and Sly Freddy, were talking about this. This show should be Moon Knight, eighty-five percent of the time. And, that, and that's and that's where the show is kind of losing me. Is we got maybe maybe four minutes mm-hmm. combined of Moon Knight and Mister Knight in the mm-hmm. and I am also very displeased with the fight scene. The the fighting the air looked really fucking dumb. Yeah, that was you know crazy. what happens when you have to do that? It means you ran out of budget and it was just easier to have him fight nothing. And that's I, exactly what happened to Nightmare on Elm Street 4. I don't think that was the case. I think that was a creative decision. I don't think it had anything to it do was, with budget. It was not creative. I've seen it a million times. I've seen it in <laughs> Doctor Who. I've seen it to Freddy Krueger. I've seen it all over the place. It's not creative. It's, it's lazy. The, the one part of this episode that I thoroughly enjoyed and was captivated by was when Spectre was talking to Steven and Steven was the reflection in the mirror this time. That was, I, that was a cool sequence. I, I do. I do like that. There are mirrors. All there's all, there's all place sorts of places for reflections and that allows them to, for the personalities to talk to each other. I think that is very cool. Um, but there's not enough of it. And again, why are we spending so much time with Steven and Mark? We're supposed to be spending time with Moon Knight. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't care about, uh, about either of them. I mean, Mark is a Mark is an interesting character in and of itself. If they were doing Steven right, if they went the angle where Steven is a shrewd businessman that's a millionaire that's funding all this right and there's another personality probably one of the most important personalities of moon knight that we haven't even fucking seen yet and that's the cab driver who lives in the fucking ghetto in the slums and hangs around with the worst of the worst basically reconning 
giving Moon Knight missions to take on. Um, haven't even seen him yet. So, I, well, we're only getting yeah. six episodes. So if they don't shoehorn him in now, it's going to be a fucking. It doesn't even matter. God yeah. damn it. Uh, it's it's just, I'm not, I mean the first episode I was all right all right it's okay it's cool this episode there were parts when Moon Knight was in costume the transition into the Moon Knight costume I really like a lot I mean yeah it's fine but like I I think my favorite part was just listening to Ethan Hawke talk about you know how he was once the vessel which is interesting because okay now we have a villain who understands everything about the, uh, what he can do. Which is completely so that, made up, by the way. I don't care, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not here. I'm not it. watching this I as a it. as a Marvel fan. I'm watching it yeah. as, as somebody who likes superheroes. And this show, if it's going to continue the way that it's going, is going to be one of my least favorites. Agreed. Unless they just start ramping shit up now, because Agreed. all right, you got your two episodes out of the way. Fucking light the fires and let's go. Disney Disney has managed in the past two series that they've dropped to completely shit on two of my favorite pop culture characters of all time, Boba Fett and Moon Knight. Dude, I'll tell you right now, like when I was watching this episode, uh, I think I was about halfway through and I said, and I'm like, wow, did I just say that? I was like, I'd rather watch Hawkeye right now. Mm. Yeah, they better. Um, with I, 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 go ahead. I'll give the show this. It, I like the way it looks. It is pretty. It looks different than every other Marvel property, and I dig it. But the, yeah. the, the problem is the same Marvel tropes are there, and they're following their little fucking formula, and it, it's, it's getting old. It re, it's really getting fucking old. Unless they, unless they shift gears in this next episode and, yeah. and, and make it exciting, yeah. Um, because aren't Moon Knight comics fucking exciting and brutal as shit? Yes. Moon Knight is a very brutal individual. Um, he has no qualms ripping somebody's jawbone off their fucking skull. And in, in the comics, the, the, the things he fights, is he the only one that can see them in the comics? Or is that the show? That's the show. Um, I don't recall that ever ha happening in the comics. And if it did, it didn't happen a lot, but no, generally not. I just, I, I find that completely unnecessary. He also doesn't generally fight fucking jackals from Egypt either. Um, <laughs> so that's one thing. Moon Knight in the comics pretty much hangs out in the Defenders universe. If that mm. makes any sense. Yeah, I, I, I did a little bit of looking around Google Images. This is a motherfucker that hangs out with Spider-Man quite frequently. Uh, well, apparently. I, I, and that's another thing is that there, there's an issue in the comics where Spider-Man and Captain America and Wolverine send him on a mission. And to make a long story short, when he gets to the mission, he realizes there is no mission. It was him portraying himself as Spider-Man, Captain America, and Wolverine in his mind. That's that's the kind of that's the kind of person that we're dealing with here. He's that just sounds awesome. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. He's fucking bad. I wish we had some of that. In this series, because yeah, I, I, I want. I was expecting, you know, this see this guy who's just batshit insane, mm -hmm. you know, and we're not getting that, and mm -mm. you know, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, this show's losing me. Yeah, it's losing me too. But you know, we got four episodes left, so like y'all said a second ago, unless episode three changes gears and takes us in a completely different 
um, direction, I'm I'm more than utterly disappointed so far as a whole. Yeah, because uh, I mean, and, and I have to go back to this because it's just what we do. Like, I don't want this to be the replacement for WandaVision because I enjoy getting to make that comparison every time we talk about one of these fucking shows. But, I mean, I, I, think, I think I might, by the end of this, if things keep going the way they go, I might enjoy WandaVision more. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. That's just the way that it is. I mean, we better have, this next episode better it better be like 90% fucking Moon Knight kicking ass. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and, and you know, finding something we can fucking see the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nothing has wowed me when he was in costume. I mean, sure. Other, oh, other than the it, costume. Well, the yeah, costume's looks, nice. He the looks costume's nice, but it's shit. like, yeah, but you're like, well, I like, I like his transformation into the costume. Yeah, that's fine, but I saw Tony Stark do it like four years ago. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. So, you know, it's nothing new and it's definitely nothing exciting. So Marvel, Disney Plus, get it to fucking gather or just stop. Just let me watch the Disney Channel original movies and stop coming out with new content. I already got old content that I want to go through. So, yeah, just let it go. Yeah. This is why. Why did you even buy Marvel? (sighs) For the same reason I bought Star Wars. So we'd end up hating it. I don't want to talk about that. But anyway. Um, so yeah, moving right along, moving right along to our main topic. We are going to discuss the 1986 film starring the, the Goldblumiest of Goldblum, Mr. Jeff Goldblum in the fly. This, this is, this is his, like you said, this is the Goldblumiest Goldblum I've ever seen. And and I, I didn't realize that that movie was this fucking old until you just said it but yeah damn, 1986 I, wow. Mm-hmm. wow yeah in, uh, <clears throat> jeff, jeff goldblum and gina davis uh, weren't I, they dating at the time of this movie maybe i think i saw that they were I'm like that's interesting because uh good for gina davis for the, for a poll like that mm. <laughs> yes yeah uh, about a man uh, <laughs> scientist named seth grumble or Brundle, rather. And, Brundle. Yeah, Seth Brundle, who uh, creates teleportation devices that's going to change the world as we know it. And he wants to test it on himself. He wants to be able to transport living, uh, living things. So he puts himself in the pod, and a fly gets in there with him, and then we have the movie. Uh, now, before we started recording, I learned that but neither of you have really ever seen this film. So I, who I, wants to go first? I thought I had seen this film until I watched it and was like, I don't think I've ever seen this film. I've seen the original with Vincent Price, mm-hmm. which right. there's no comparison to be made. It's, it's a completely, completely different, different movie. Completely yeah. different movie. Um, but no, no, I thought I had seen this one, but I, I've not until now. Um, Ian, go ahead. Okay. First thing that I noticed watching this movie is this is a David Cronenberg film, which immediately made me happy because David Cronenberg is basically like horror royalty. Mm. And I was like, oh shit. So even if I hate this movie, I'm going to like a lot of things about it because he just has a style that is just amazing. And that's 100% true in the, in the effects of this movie. When Jeff Goldblum is the fly, this, this movie's fucking amazing. It's gross. 
it looks yeah. great. And then um, Gina Davis starts talking, and I I hate it. <laughs> I don't hate Gina Davis. I just I'm just <clears> like <throat> girl, you, you, look, this ain't Beetlejuice. All right, I don't have to love you. Mm. Uh, I I do I like the story. I like I like the the makeup is the biggest thing, and like you said, this is the most good. It almost got annoying how Goldblum he was. If that makes sense, I was like, oh my god, stop that! Just oh, stop that. Not not for me. I enjoyed right. the second he was on screen. Fair enough, but uh, yeah, I I it's a solid movie. Uh, yeah, I I don't even know if I want to classify this as horror because. I mean, the only thing scary about it, if you're a kid, is watching what he turns into. This is it's, 100% science fiction. It's, yeah. it's, it's a science fiction movie with some horror tropes. Yeah, I don't know why I keep seeing it in that genre of whatever streaming app that I'm watching. The, the reason why is because the original with Vincent Price is classified as a horror movie, and because this one has the fly name attached to it, it's sure. automatically lumped in the same category. Um, but yeah, total science so, fiction. So Yeah, um, I, I absolutely despise the first 45 minutes of this film. Really? Um, yeah. Dude, until, I was... until he turned, until he started the transformation into the fly, the moment that she showed back up at his apartment and he came walking out all fucked up looking on the cane, that's when the movie started getting good for me. Everything, be, everything mm. prior to that, dog shit in my opinion. Really? Yeah. I would say it wasn't, it wasn't great, but it was. I was bored to fucking there was, tears. They could have shaved a good ten minutes off the off the part before he became the fly, because at a certain point you're just like, when are we going to get to, you know, the thing that I'm here to see? But you kind of had to establish a high point so that he could have his lowest moments, because mm-hmm. you have to understand who this person was before he became a monster. And I understand that it's necessary, but I'm kind of with you. But they 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 should have shaved some time off of this. Yeah, it was it was. It was completely, I mean, absolutely. And now, again, Goldblum is Goldblum in this film. But everybody else in this movie, Gina Davis and the Corbett Burns and knockoff, <laughs> were fucking boring as shit. None of, their line, none of their dialogue was interesting. Their acting, it's like they were literally reading off a teleprompter the entire time they were speaking mm-hmm. in the film. Um, you know, it's funny. You, you, you say Corbett Burns and knockoff. I just kept picturing the cokehead from Die Hard. Yeah, that's, that's that. who I kept picturing. Or that, this was, yeah. This was made in the '80s, and of course, yeah. the the worst person you could be in a movie in the '80s was a sleazy businessman. Yeah, who who winds up to be? Well, I'm not going to say the hero at the end of the day, but he kind of saves a day. Um, also, I yeah, I did not want that. This guy's a stalker and a creep. Yeah, dude, I, I've never wanted someone he, to he, die he, so much he, in my life. He did have the best line in the movie, though. She's like, this is huge. It's massive. What? His cock? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and at the same time, I went, don't steal my thoughts, movie. Because I was thinking the same thing. Like, if, if that joke wasn't there, I would have made it. This yeah. is huge. Well, Jeff Bloom, Goldblum's dick. Yeah. Back to the first you know, half of the film, um, I, I, I enjoy it. I, I think it's a really interesting concept for a sci-fi movie um, to, you know, a guy has, he's at the top of his game in the science field and 
all the and one little mistake and his it, it just goes straight downhill. The one thing I don't agree with that I have a problem with his motivation is that the moment that he could do the superhuman shit mm-hmm. that he didn't realize something was wrong. Mm-hmm. He didn't come out exactly the same because wasn't that the whole thing? Right. What he wasn't coming out exactly the same. Yeah. Well, he did. Yeah. He came. He came out basically looking the same. But, right, uh, but he didn't feel. He didn't feel the same, and he wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't thinking the same. No. Well, he he probably he probably at first assumed that it was just the rush, or something to do with the way that you're being put back together, and it, yeah, it, it raised a whole bunch of questions. And you know you can't explain everything, so I kind of gave it a little well, bit of forgiveness. Right. Well, he he does say that you know uh, it was it's like maybe something when he got put back together, like like it cleansed him. Yeah. And, and now he's uh, a, a better version of what he was. <laughs> the Flash, um, which which I'm the you know Flash. You've, you've you've established how logical this guy thinks, and that's a bit of a jump. But well, he got. Well, I, I, he was, I for, he was I pretty drunk it. when he jumped in. Yeah, he that's, was. That's another thing. I was like, really? Just a your, your girlfriend leaves? No, he go, for no reason. Re- you're 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 over here making up shit in your head like some woman. That's the whole reason he jumped in. He was drunk, jealous, and thought his girlfriend was banging her ex boyfriend. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, it was. <laughs> It was rash. And then uh, let, let's let's speak on how the movie was shot for a moment. Um, I thought it was a well shot film from a oh, uh, yeah. you know from an actual camera standpoint, mm-hmm. but probably the worst shot in the entire film is when he's on the little computer after he's gone through the portal or whatnot, and it's like telling him that his DNA got merged with the fly, and then it cuts to this. Surprise look on his face, and that was like the worst shot. Oh, and then it, and then it, and then it faded the to black, like and a, then it faded like to black, TV, yeah. like a TV show. Like that was out of fucking nowhere. It's like we're going to a commercial or some shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's What's funny is like there are moments where both of our main characters are stupid, which is mm-hmm. weird because Jeff Goldblum is like supposed to be a, a, like number one scientist, and he meets Gina Davis at this science convention. And then she, he finds out at his place that she's a uh, journalist. He's like, you're a journalist? I'm like, well, she said she had three interviews when you were flirting with her. What the fuck do you think that meant? Mm. And yeah. then he, said, he, expla- he, he explains that these are telepods, does some shit, and then she's like, teleportation? What the fuck did you think telepod meant? <laughs> uh, now, going back to the first half of the movie, that's one thing that I will give the first half of the movie credit for. Is it hits the ground running? It wastes no time. It's like the the beginning credits in, mm-hmm. and they're they're talking, and then the movie starts going. Um, so yeah, it didn't waste any time. There wasn't any, you know, fluffy bullshit to lead up to anything. It just hops right into it. Yeah, this is a very efficient screenplay. I I, I will give it that. And like Ian said earlier, it's this is quintessential Cronenberg. Yes. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. There's a uh, reason uh, in, in Rick and Morty where Rick fucks everything up and turns everybody into monsters. He just calls them Cronenbergs. Hello, this is yeah. why. Yeah. Because yeah. the man's a genius. And, and oh. let's be honest, there, there, are no, there are very little special effects in this film. It's all no, practical. This, this, is why I, this is why I miss 
good old fashioned 80s horror. Yeah. It's because I just love admiring the art of, mm-hmm. of practical effects. And it's just, it's a lost it almost, art. It almost breaks my heart that it's a lost art. Yeah. Yep. It is. Um, and the CGI that we get, it's, it's typical 80s CGI. Um, I think, I think, I can't remember the last, uh, good horror movie that i watched that had amazing practical effects maybe hatchet uh it's it's got to be a b-level horror movie because they're the only ones yeah. that use practical effects because they can't afford special effects so yeah hatchet <laughs> yeah yeah Sounds hatchet's right. as b as it gets yeah it really is god bless kane hotter uh-huh but the, did, did, did did anyone else or is it just me when 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 uh gold bloom is first realizing he starts to exercise and doing dips and mm. on the chair and then he does the fucking gymnastic shit. Uh got myself a little brocush boulder there. Go blue's a goddamn stallion. I'm just gonna oh. say with the with the way that his body looked before he got in the pod in the in the pod, I could assume he already done, could do that. Uh, uh, he he was looking good back back in the day. Right up until, you know, even in Jurassic Park in 1993, where he had that shirt off, and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> he might, he might, I swear to God, he might still have that body. My girlfriend could fuck him tomorrow, and I'm going to be jealous of my girlfriend. <laughs> All right. So, oh. uh, I said what I said. Oh, so, man. Uh, that- take, us to the, take us to the crucible. Oh, man. The- you mean his cock? Yes. We we get to the end of the movie, and they're you know coming into his place um, because oh, oh no uh, uh, cokehead from Die Hard comes in with a gun. Yep, uh, looking for him, and uh, Rundlefly stops him and then throws up all over this guy's fucking hand, and it dissolves it. And then Amazing. He up on his leg, and it was, it was so gross. See, I loved it. I like how I like how they set that up because they could have just done that, and it wouldn't have made any fucking sense, right? Yeah. But like fifteen minutes earlier, this guy's watching a video of Jeff Goldblum explaining because now he's essentially a fly. How he has to eat? He can't eat solid food because he can't digest it. He has to throw up on it, liquefy it, and then suck it back up. So I like that setup there. That was a good setup. Mm-hmm. I, I I think one of my favorite parts of uh, just my favorite shot, one of the most amazing pieces of film I've ever seen is when his face starts to dissolve and then the other face comes out. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was That great. was beautiful. Or when she rips his jawbone off and the only thing I can think of is Craig Robinson and try, you know, Pineapple Express. I seen you rip a man's jawbone off one. Yeah, I seen it. <laughs> yeah, this movie was not was not short of beautiful moments. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. uh, that was a great. Oh, scene. especially when they had him climbing on the ceiling and the walls. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, the, is this a rotating room? How did they do this shot? Because there's shit. There's loose books there. So how did they how did they cut to that? Uh, it's just it's it's wonderful B movie filmmaking. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's again it's quintessential Cronenberg. That's that's what he's made his bones off his entire career. Mm-hmm. Oh, or yeah. shots like that and practical effects like this. I mean, I, I like, miss yeah. I, I'm, like I, I said miss, horror royalty. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I miss having those questions mm-hmm. about scenes and movies. How did they do that? 
Yeah, and you only get that with movies that are practical effect heavy. You no, don't or, get you, well, you, you do, you, you get them now, but with very, very few people, and one of them is Edgar Wright, because we were talking about when we covered uh, last night in Soho, like, how did they do that shot with her dancing, and they kept changing, but it's not, it's not the same effect, but it's the same it's question. Not. Yeah, right, it is. Mm -hmm. And I love I love questions like that, whether it's about the effects or just how you lined up a shot so well, like the 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 baby driver opening scene where it's one long cut. I'm like, how how did you do that? Mm. Yeah, and, and that's many, one thing many, about this movie. Many times. <laughs> yeah, and that's one thing about this movie as far as like cuts go. There weren't a lot of long cuts. There mm -hmm. were a lot of short cuts, but the way that they were pieced together made it seem like a longer cut. You know what I mean? It was very yeah. well edited. It was very well edited. Oh, uh, we, we we completely skipped over the part where he's 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 full on uh, looking like a meth head, and hmm. he just picks up this random chick at the fucking bar, arm wrestles, right. breaks his fucking <laughs> forearm, <laughs> and leaves oh, with man. her. Hundred dollars says I can beat you both, I'm, and I take the girl home for the night. I'm like. 90% sure. I don't think she was a hooker. I think she was just afraid of what was going to happen to her if she said no after she saw that. It's like, well, I guess I kind of have to now. <laughs> she even said she was like, what do you, what do you think I am, a hooker? And he kind of looked at her like, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Right. The, the, the turn he takes is uh, is so entertaining. Yeah, it really is. How yeah, far and off that's the deep end he went. And that's why I'm, I'm agreeing and disagreeing with Dasher's earlier point. Like, you, you kind of have to establish this this sad turn because you know what a good guy he was. I mean, he was, a, he was, a, he, was, he was a good person and then he just turns into this monster and it's just the classic tale that we've seen a million times of what happens when we take science too far. I like those kinds of, those kinds of ideas. Yeah. Oh, and dude, the balls this movie has to end the way it did. She, she takes the gun. She can't shoot him. And then, he pulls the trigger, he pulls the barrel to his head, like, please kill me. She blows his fucking head off. She's crying in anguish. And then cut to black. He just fucking ends. I'm like, that's genius. And that's I, how you end a fucking movie. Which kind of, which begs the question now is, what the fuck did they do for the sequel? Because this movie did spawn a sequel. I noticed that, and I, I guarantee you, it's never going to get a second of my time. It's got no. Jeff Goldblum in it. It, what? I, it's yeah. got Jeff Goldblum in it. I'll never How? watch it. I, I hear it's terrible. I mean, I considering the fact that I've heard of The Fly my entire life and I've never heard of The Fly 2, tells you something. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, man. And, and another thing that we completely skipped over is so she finds out she's pregnant, right? Oh, oh shit. yeah, that's we, I, I, I can't believe I forgot <laughs> and that. Then, and then she had, and then she's having a dream where she's delivered, she's with child and she's delivering the baby, and it comes out as a fucking maggot <laughs> <laughs> a huge maggot. No, she's yeah. got, there were, they were aborting her, but no, there's more in there, a lot more. <laughs> Burn her. Yeah. Yeah, As, no disrespect to women and their choices, but burn her because that's no, exactly. Said, do you want? Do you want Mothra? This is how you get yeah. Mothra. She straight up said, "I want an abortion. I don't want this thing. Give me, give me a fucking abortion. Do it now. Do it yeah. fucking tonight." I can't. Yeah, this was it. Do it this now. Was back in, 
And this is back in the 80s where if you talked about abortion, you were basically condemned as a witch and they burned you. At the stake. Yeah, well, they, they, they had to get out of jail free car because she's probably going to give birth to a monster. Sure. That would probably kill her in the process. Yeah. But um, all in all, like I said, I, I think the last act of the movie saved it for me. Um, I'm going to give it a solid B. I give it a B plus. It was yeah. very enjoyable in many, many parts. But uh, and it is a movie I will watch again. Probably not for a while, but it's not like I'm super deeply in love with it. Like a lot of people is like, oh, this is the greatest movie ever. Nah. It's OK. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it, it's 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 good. B movie 80 sci-fi yeah. cheese. That's, that's the whole point. I, I give it a, an, a, an A minus. This is wonderfully entertaining. It's it's gold bloom. It is gold bloomiest. And who doesn't? Mm. I mean, this this it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this not the movie that kind of made gold bloom a star in some aspects? Yeah, th- this is how I met pretty Jeff much. Bloom. Uh, a lot of people met Jeff Goldblum through Jurassic Park. The first thing I ever saw him in was The Fly. Mm. I, I saw it when I was a kid, and the last time I saw it was in my early twenties. Yeah, time I saw this movie. All right. Uh, All right. So who's who's turn is it next week? Dashers. It, Dasher, what you got for us? Uh, like I said, we're gonna do an old versus new. Um, the original Korean. I don't even know what to classify it as. I'm just gonna classify it as the original Korean fucked up movie, Old Boy, <laughs> and starring a whole bunch of people that I assure you I've never heard of before. And um, the remake, the American version, starring. Oddly enough, Thanos and the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I have never seen, the American version, and I've only seen the Korean version maybe twice, and it's probably been 15 years since I've seen it. So, mm-hmm. And then it's my turn. Yep. Yes. So, And of course, we'll be covering episode three of Three of Night, Night, and I'm keeping my goddamn fingers crossed. <laughs> I... If if I'm wrong about this, I will accept my I'll accept my punishment. But this is a movie that I like a lot. I would almost say I love it because it's a very interesting concept, and it's a movie starring Amanda Seyfried, Cillian Murphy, Olivia Wilde, and Justin Timberlake. The movie is called In Time. Oh, I've seen I've seen this film. It's a, I, I, think it's, I think it's a very fascinating film, just based on the concept alone. I agree with you 100%. Okay. Never seen yeah. it. Never seen it? Okay, well. It's just, actually, uh, I, I'm, uh, it's Tim got a whole Tim, bunch. Tim, yeah, it's it, got a this, great this, cast. This is actually, I'm going to say it right now. This is a damn good movie. Yeah, because and, and it's weird because. We give the man all the hate that you want. The man's funny; he can sing. But in this one, he can he can act. Yeah, and it, it, this is a, Timberlake's this is not a, bad. This is a different movie too. This is this is not a normal film. It's it's kind of out there. Okay. Yeah, I I remember seeing it in the theater. I was like, I I don't know what to think about it. All I know is, I think I loved it. Yeah, agreed. I'm always at odds in my own head about this movie. And I think I've actually only seen it once, and it's been quite some time. So I'm really looking forward to watching this again. All right. So fantastic. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm actually glad that one of you has seen it because I, 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 I did not know and I still don't know how to feel about it, but I'm mm. pretty sure I love it. Right. It's 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 an ongoing battle. So we'll and maybe uh, when we talk about it, I'll finally make up my mind. Yeah, and, and you know, like I said, it's been so long since I've seen it. I might feel differently about it this time. We'll just have to wait and see. All right. So we'll see you guys next week for Dasher's pick and more Moon Knight. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> this is just. You know what? We'll uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll exactly. We'll All see. right. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye.